So really, the, the outlook has brightened substantially. Thousands of people convicted of minor crimes could be going back to prison. CBS's Jim Crisula. Some 20,000 people convicted of low-level crimes who've been serving prison sentences at home because of spreading COVID-19 might have to go back to prison. That's because of a Justice Department legal opinion made in the final days of the Trump administration. Congressional Democrats are pushing for a reversal of the decision. Deadly weather in the South. St. Landry Parish, Louisiana, has declared a state of emergency after a tornado killed one person and injured seven there. A 17-year-old girl in central Florida was killed when she stepped on a power line. 7,000 customers still have no power. From the White House, or make that the dog house, Major is out again. First Lady Jill Biden's spokesman says one of the first couple's two German shepherds is leaving again for more private training after at least two nipping incidents involving staffers. The spokesman says the training is expected to last at least a few weeks. S&P futures down four, Dow futures off 50. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a Wix filter for just $29.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Is finding the clothes that you love in just the right fit and size an overwhelming task? Experience a new way to shop with Stitch Fix. Our experts hand-select pieces so you can get the ease of personal styling from the convenience of home. Every piece is curated just for you, for staying home or on the go in your unique style. With Stitch Fix, there's never any subscription required, and it's delivered right to your door. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, your style delivered. A college athlete shows unique dominance in a record-setting performance. How's this for perfection? Good. Excitement is Hope Troutwine, a pitcher on the North Texas University softball team, faced 21 batters and struck them all out in a 3-0 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. It's the first perfect game in school history, and it's believed to be an NCAA Division I record. Troutwine is a senior who had a 21-strikeout game to start the season, but also gave up five hits and two runs in that one. Steve Kathan, CBS News. BTS makes history again. Seven months after its release, views for the group's Dynamite music video have reached more than one billion. That's the fastest for a Korean group. The video for BTS, first English single, also holds the overall record for the biggest first day debut. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? A recent stash of 1879 $10 Gold Liberty coins has been found. These gorgeous 1879 P gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck, and less than 30 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Just call GovMint.com at 1-800-333-2210, and you are guaranteed a mint condition 1879 $10 Gold Liberty struck at the iconic Philadelphia Mint. But with extremely limited availability, you 
you must call now. These 1879 gold coins are still in uncirculated condition. That is 142 years of history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-333-2210. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's bonus package, a $40 value, free with every order. Call 1-800-333-2210 now to secure your 1879p Gold Liberty coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-333-2210. Mary's Dog House has been serving up delicious hot dogs, milkshakes, and more since 1972. Everything is made from scratch using the finest ingredients, and the friendly staff loves getting to know the customers. Come enjoy their 99-cent dessert special every weekend, and don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Go to Larry'sDogHouse.com for their full menu, follow them on Facebook, or better yet, stop in for some great food. Larry's Doghouse, 410 West Union Street, Athens. Have you ever thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine set broken bones, perform wound care, and remove bunions. Common health issues that they treat include ingrown or fungal nails, corns, warts, and skin problems like athlete's foot. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? To find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. You've been waiting for months, but the wait is finally over. The Import House is open and excited to see you. We are stocked with all the merchandise you want, from Birkenstocks, Vans, Teva, Keen and Fairtrade gifts to locally made hand-blown glass and a huge assortment of body and sterling silver jewelry, an enormous selection of incense from around the world. We are open to the mask-wearing public from 10 to 6 Monday through Thursday, 10 to 7 Friday and Saturday, and 12 to 5 Sunday. Stop by the Import House at 68 North Court Street, Uptown Athens for our grand reopening, and don't forget our annual 420 sale April 20th for 20% off everything in the store, summer restrictions and apply. Hi, this is Joe Mullins with the Radio Ramblers. We've been thankful to perform throughout the state, the U.S., and beyond, featuring bluegrass music, homegrown here in Ohio. We are certainly ready to get back on stage in front of audiences and at festivals and concerts after we have enough people vaccinated in the state. The COVID-19 vaccine will let us all get back in business doing what we love. Please roll up your sleeve. Ohioans have come a long way and we can't afford to stop our efforts now. Don't procrastinate. Vaccinate. To schedule a vaccine appointment, see gettheshot.coronavirus.ohio.gov or call 1-833-427-5634. That's 833-427-5634. Do it today for a healthy Ohio as soon as possible. 1-833-427-5634. Ohio. Ready to complete your degree? Ohio Dominican University offers high-demand degree completion options 100% online. Pursue your bachelor's in high-demand fields such as business, risk management, and more. Ohio Dominican's affordable tuition means an ODU degree not only fits your schedule, it also fits your budget. Earn your degree online from an accredited university that has called Columbus home for over 100 years. Take the first step at ohiodominican.edu slash adult. Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. 
Coach Turf, glad to welcome you back from your road trip to Tri-Nitro Tech this past weekend. That's right. We played TNT over in Nitro, West Virginia. I was going to ask you what kind of game was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, uh, we played a fine ball game. I am real proud of the way the Oysters acquitted themselves on the field, and, and they did play a real fine ball game. And, of course, TNT, they played a real fine ball game, and that means what the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. You were trying to pick up your first win and first conference win of the season this past week. Well, that's right. You know, uh, going into this ball game, we was 0-6, uh, 0-2 uh, in the conference, but uh, we was all fired up because we was expecting a real dynamite ball game because they got a real explosive ball club, but we was ready for them. I understand that you were expecting some unusual conditions, which we discussed last week. Were they as you had expected when you got over there? Well, that's right. You know, uh, TNT and uh, Coach Credlow, uh, Crosshairs Credlow, he, he tries to sack up his opponents so that uh, it makes it easier for his boys to go out and, and beat whoever they're playing. That's what they get with their home field advantage. You know, they got them locker rooms that's underground like bomb shelters. They tell all the opponents at the field's got mines in there all over the place. And another thing they do is uh, they come out in their uniforms just prior to the ball game. They wear what you call a... Uh, camouflaged uniforms they look just like the ball field and they come out instead of them uh, football spikes they come out in them Clyde Hopper shoes them uh, like combat boots kind of stuff and they instead of wearing regular football helmets they come out in them shiny gray silver uh, uh, army helmets kind of kind of different helmets they make them look real respectable out there and that's how come they got such advantage on their opponents I don't think we ever established whether the game was in the win column or the loss column? Well, that depends on uh, who you're asking. Now, if you're asking Coach Credlow, he'd tell you that it was a win. But now, it, of course, now this is my program, so you ain't going to interview Coach Credlow. So uh, I, I guess I better report to all the fans that, unfortunate, we'd come out on the short end of a 79-7 and score. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf. And it's proudly brought to you by the National Union for Sewage Plumbers. Yeah. Well, Coach Turf, with a 79-7 to loss, I guess you did get that explosive offensive attack that you were expecting. Well, that's right. You know, they had a little bit too much firepower for us, but I do want to point out to all the fans that uh, I am real proud of the way the Oysters played out there. Special first time we had the football. We marched right down the field, got ourselves a touchdown. Oh, uh, Foxhole Fogarty, boy, that we got special from ROTC department. He went over from the one-yard line. We had ourselves a touchdown. I am real proud of that fact. Second straight week that you've had the lead early in the game. Well, that's right. You know, early in the ball game, Mary, it was seven and zip, and we was a seven, and they was a zip. But from then on out, we just kind of blowed up. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N. Oh, my. Had a lot of things done this weekend and had a lot more planned, but the weather didn't cooperate exactly. And all this week, our daily list is, well, we'll just see how it goes. 
In the meantime, the party line's on the air. Got a percussion section of sorts behind me. <laughs> it's a Monday. We got a free-for-all today. In fact, looking ahead, we have, um, let's see, Mayor Patterson this week. And that's the only thing I see at the moment. There may be some other stuff coming that I just don't know about. But I know the mayor is in on Thursday. Uh, slide in there, piece. Oh, well. Um, good morning. Welcome. Um, let's see here. Well, the, t- Okay, it's Monday. It's April 12th. This is the 102nd day of this calendar year of 2011. No, no, 2021. There are 260. Why am I having trouble with the basics here? Wait till I get to the complicated stuff. It's Monday. I guess so. There are 263 days left now in this year. Um, A highlight in history, and we'll have many to mention today, on April 12th, but the year 1945, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt died of a cerebral hemorrhage. He died in Warm Springs, Georgia, at the age of 63. He was then succeeded by Vice President Harry S. Truman. That was a favorite place of of FDR's to go, Warm Springs, Georgia. He uh, anybody that's been there, it would be. Yeah, you he, know, it's just a great place. Yeah, he sought out uh, the natural warm water mm-hmm. there to help rehab with his. Uh, did he have polio? I think it was uh, the MS. muscular. Um, Therapy, yes. Yeah. MS or MD. So, um, yeah. A lot of folks, presidents, go to Camp David. Now, that was kind of his Camp David back in the day. Yeah, but Camp David's a federal facility. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean to go to get get away from D.C. This was his private place. Yeah, to get away from D.C. for the weekend or period of time um let's see i see a bunch of lights flashing on our phones but i don't know if they're meant for us or something over on fm um anyway boy it's nice to have uh, liz back Uh, one of our employees uh, did um, develop covid has done all of the uh, what do you call it the um protocol testing <clears throat> all of that and uh, but there's a term for staying away what's it called oh uh quarantine yes all of that yep and then some yep just to be extra careful and liz is back and yeah she's fun she said it was uh, told me this morning good to be back uh good to see you and i said likewise good to see you too and glad you're feeling better and she's uh tested negative for the last i don't know three or four consecutive days Excellent. Yeah. So good news. Yeah. Good to have her back. And the the other neat thing is when an employee says, "Man, I missed being here." You know. Yeah. That always makes you feel good. Yeah. And she really loves what she's doing here, and and uh, we're gonna take her a couple of steps further yet. 
But um, yeah, good. I I get that way on weekends. You know, I I get to the point where I'm ready to get started again on the good good tunes, '60s, '70s, and '80s I'm, I'm, programming know, things like that. I'm I'm ready to go again. These lights keep flashing. I'm going to see if it's meant for us. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning to both of you. It um, was meant for us. Okay. <laughs> I've I've wanted to ask you this question, but that um, mailbox thing keeps saying it's full. Okay. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask before today. Uh, occasionally, you've said that that turf guy, whatever that thing is, you Coach play at the top. Of the, turf. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that dumb guy. Yeah. I'm not the only one who thinks that. But anyway, it, it says that it was sponsored by the, the city plumbers and. Where people are, and then one time you said it was sponsored by the city water department. Is that true? No, I figured not. I didn't think they'd no, be wasting I, good city money on that. No, no, <laughs> it's it's a joke. It's part yeah, of yeah, but spoof. No, nobody knows that but you. Well, I think you've got it. You were wondering. You see, well, it's good to scratch your head. Anyway, no, we've had. Um, who else have we had? Septic services. I think yeah. the uh, National Union of uh, Embalmers. We've had um, <laughs> all sorts of different people. How about radio engineers? Oh. So we can get a few of those folks on making sure we get the radio on on Sunday yeah. after that program on Sunday. Well, well which one are you know referring to? what to do about to? that. Which one are you referring the to? The guy that's on in the morning. Yeah, Barry. Yeah. And then after he leaves, we don't get any news. Okay. Well, I don't know. but I we, know you don't like hearing that. but We had a problem this morning with uh, First Light. Yes. And, and, um, and so, you know, the three or four people that are have the most knowledge about why that might have happened were texted. But um, Why might that happen? Well, these... Okay, I don't know. How many computers do you have at your desk? Whose desk? Well, I assume you have a desk. I have a phone on the wall in the kitchen. That is my means of communication. And the postal box on the front of the house. I do not have one of those other things. Okay, does um, does your husband have a computer? Wouldn't I say I had it, too? No, we don't have one. Okay. Well. <laughs> Smoke signals. Maybe that would work. Um... The point is, right in front of me, I have one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I have five computers. They're all working together. Some of them work on music. Some of them work on the networks. That and we have many. We have Associated Press. We have CBS. We have. ONN, we've got all these different networks sending stuff to us via satellite, and that includes all the sports stuff. Um, anyway, these all have to talk together, right? Right. It's a huge thing to have happen, and we have some people that that's their responsibility, but once in a while, something goes awry, and we're working on it. Oh, it's not the system you purchased, then? It's, it's a human thing? It's a combination of it. Even systems you purchase, the software, like you use one type of software for this purpose, another type of software for the music. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't like to 
interface perfectly. So anyway. Well, one of the most important reasons over this weekend is that you're aware of the fact that there was a situation in Iran, and we tuned into your radio station and did not get any of that news. We had hoped to get that news. But my husband says, let's change the channel. And I said, no, they may be coming back on. And I like WATH. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what, CBS didn't carry it? No, I, I just one, I, I knew it once, but didn't get the details. Iran said it was an accident. Now this morning they're saying it was Israel. And Israel's saying they did something, but they don't want to tell us what they did. All we know is it could start a war. Really, it could start a war. Because mm-hmm. they, they blame Israel. And so, you know, when anyone who has that nuclear button, right. you know, American citizens want to know about those people with those nuclear buttons, just like we do with uh, your favorite country, uh, North Korea, which I know it's not your favorite country, you know, a favorite leader and all of that. Well, it's but, just, uh, well, never mind. Yeah. Well, okay, so um, I have this morning's edition of the New York Times. Best paper. And... Um, I'll go through it here. I did scan it a little bit, and that story did not make a top point, but it's in here, I'm sure. So let me see what would come up within a few minutes. Well, I really appreciate also what you do. Uh, uh, more than on occasion, you do share the uh, paper of record with, with your listeners, and I do appreciate that because, uh, you know, that's a, that's a source we can all trust. So I thank you very much for including that in your program. Have a Great day, both of you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so uh, that phone's light, uh, flashing light was meant for us, so we've got it. Good. All right. Let's see here. I think we could make the assumption if it's 6646 or 7, that's us. Yes, it is. And then... These over here would be for FM. Okay. Yes. All right. I won't make that mistake again, even though I designed it initially and then forgot. All right. Now, I got lots of papers in front of me. Where do I start? I guess we had already started with the fact that this is the 102nd day. Yep. We got to FDR. So, other things. In 1861, the Civil War began. On this date, as Confederate forces opened fire on Fort Sumter in South Carolina. In 1877, the catcher's mask was first used in baseball game by James Tyng, T-Y-N-G, of Harvard in a game against the Lynn Live Oak. Lynn Live Oaks. <laughs> First catcher's mask. 1955, the Salk vaccine against polio was declared safe and effective. 1961, the Soviet cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin. Gagarin became the first man to fly in space, orbiting the Earth once before making a safe landing. 1963, civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested and jailed in Birmingham, Alabama, charged 
with contempt of court and parading without a permit during his uh, brief time behind bars he wrote his letter from Birmingham jail which has become kind of a well-known article or item 1975, singer-dancer and civil rights activist Josephine Baker died at uh, the age of 68 in Paris. I mean, we're not even halfway through the list. It's remarkable. Lots of things today. You know, really, we rarely get even halfway through our lists, even just on any day. But history is like that, isn't it? Yes, it is. Here's a different historical list. In 1204, on this date, the Fourth Crusade occupies and plunders Constantinople. 1811. U.S. colonists on Pacific Coast arrive at Cape Disappointment, Washington. I'm sorry. Would you want to go in the seas on purpose to a place called Cape Disappointment? Um, <laughs> I don't not, just... not unless it was a uh, play on words you uh, know, there for the name of the Cape. <laughs> you know, Washington State. Why Cape Disappointment? Yeah. That would be kind of a bummer. Wonder what, well, okay, I got now. I got to find out why. Why they call it? Such? Yeah, it was uh, first mapped by Spanish explorers. Name credited to English captain John Mears, who approached the Cape in 1788, but could not locate the river's entrance. Mm-hmm. Mears therefore named the headland Cape Disappointment. I'd be looking forward to going there. That's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 1872, Jesse James, his gang robs a bank in Columbia, Kentucky. Out of that event, they uh, got a 1500 bucks from the bank and one death. 1872. Okay, birthday time. Who is this woman? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, she's uh Well, both the gals today are very attractive. Oh, okay. The younger one is 42 years today. Claire Danes. D A N E S. She is an actress. Well, duh. Well, no, that's what it says. Well, I mean, I, uh, you know, actress, I, I know, I have no doubt that really all three of these well, guys. She could have she been anything from, you know, a, an explorer to a model. Well, to that's where I was going. So the, now the other name, who's 50 today, Shannon Dottery. Uh, incidentally, Claire Danes was in the movies Homeland, Romeo and Juliet, My So-Called Life, and Stardust. 
Now, who was the next one? Shannon with an E-N. Doherty. D-O-H-E-R-T-Y. Shannon Doherty. Also an American actress, producer, television director. She is known for her roles as Jenny Wilder in Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Maggie Maline in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Well, these two are very attractive. Okay, and then, uh, so, uh, by the way, Claire, it's 42nd birthday, and Shannon, 50th. Shannon was also in Beverly Hills 90210 and Charmed. Now, there's a really young man here, 21 years today. David, I'm going to say Hogg. It's H-O-G-G. David Hogg is an American activist, Mm. gun control activist. Mm. He is uh, rose to prominence during the U.S. gun violence protests as a student survivor of the Stoneman Douglas high school shooting. Okay. And then, um, last but not least, David Letterman is celebrating his 74th birthday today. 74. Wow. See, some famous deaths, two to mention, one we've already done, which is FDR. He died on this date in 1945. The other one is Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, professional boxer. 1981. He died on this date. He was tough. Was he um, Was he dealing with any illness at the time? Um, I don't see anything okay. on that. Um, nope, I don't see anything. Just says Fair. about his career, temporary Fair. retirement. Fair enough. 1949. And... Uh, you know, you were talking about Letterman there a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Did you know he is a graduate of Ball State University? You know, I might have known that, but I've certainly forgotten it. He refers to it, at, well, referred to, I'm, I'm thinking he probably still does, um, refers to it as good old Ball U <laughs> instead of Ball State. Well, very clever guy. I like him. Still do. Didn't know him, but I mean, I like his work. Um, I need to find out how, how Joe Lewis. He uh, passed of cardiac arrest. Okay. Is what it was. At the age of 66. Was he working out or just... Uh, doesn't say. Doesn't say. Um, let's see. In the New York Times today. Um, one of the things they're doing is looking at Amazon. And Amazon's victory over a labor union. And in that comes out the whole exploration of the meaning of $15 an hour jobs. So, Amazon is, of course, everywhere in the nation. But they have a particularly 
it might even have been their original headquarters, was down in Bessemer, Alabama. The building they occupied was formerly a steel mill, huge. Um, Bessemer, the Alabama city where Amazon warehouse workers recently voted not to join the union, is named for Henry Bessemer, a British inventor who revolutionized steel making. When an Alabama businessman founded the city in 1887, he called it Bessemer in the hope it would become a steel industry center. Well, it did. Using iron ore and other natural resources in Alabama, Bessemer's steel mills really thrived. They provided jobs that helped many workers build middle-class lives. They were typical of the broad-based American prosperity of the mid-20th century. Today, those steel jobs are long gone, done in by technology and global competition. Bessemer no longer makes any steel. On the site of the former mill, once owned by U.S. Steel, is the giant Amazon warehouse that has been in the news because of this recent union vote. Amazon soundly defeated the union's organizing efforts by emphasizing that it already paid well above the federal minimum wage of $7.25. Does the federal minimum wage vary around place to place? For example, here, our the minimum wage here at this radio station in Ohio at this time is eight dollars and seventy cents an hour. Uh, I don't think it does. Okay. I think the the federal rate is nationwide. It's at uh, did you say seven twenty five? Well, that's what this one is. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's apparently not been raised in over ten years, something well, here, like that. Here it is, eight seventy in Athens. I mean, um, well, we'll look that up on another occasion. Let's keep going. Yeah, it it could be. I'm I'm sure it is different. And now that I think about it, probably is different in states, especially if we have it higher here than what the minimum. I think when they use that term, that's the minimum it can be. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyway, um, but at this plant that Amazon's operating in Bessemer, I lost my state, Alabama, uh, all the employees already are making at least 15 an hour. Well, that message resonated, and relative to other jobs they might find, Amazon workers decided they were already doing pretty well. But it's also worth thinking about Amazon jobs in a broader context, one that includes not 
just the available alternatives today, but also the history of Bessemer and how many other struggling cities and towns around the United States um, compared with many of the jobs that were once available. Factory jobs and others that allowed workers to rise up the, the economic ladder Amazon jobs don't look so appealing. $15 an hour for a full-time worker translates to about $31,000 annually. Less than half of U.S. median family income uh, and low enough in many cases for a family to qualify for subsidized school lunches. Oh, well. Um, this is a lengthy story, but I think you get the, the gist of it. There's yeah, currently 29 states and D.C. have minimum wages above the federal minimum wage of 725. Okay. So, yes, it does vary. There are five states that have not adopted a state minimum wage. Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Let's see here. We have some other stories this week. A 20-year-old black man died after a police officer shot him during a traffic stop in Minneapolis. Hundreds of people took to the streets to protest. The case that ensnarled Representative Matt Gates centers on a former local Florida official who was accused of multiple crimes, including bribery, stalking, and corruption. Another story in Maryland enacted a policing bill that limits the use of force and repeals a law shielding officers from discipline. Oh, dear. I don't think I want to say this on the air. Oh, here, here, oh, here it goes. Donald Trump insulted Senator Mitch McConnell as a dumb son of a bitch at a retreat for Republican donors. Hmm. It makes me think of Prince Philip and some of the quotes that we read about him on Friday that were attributed to him. Um, let's see what else here. Well, I guess that's enough out of that chunk. We'll set these over here. I uh, just happened to glance about the room this morning, and I um, a CD, the end of a CD, and we have thousands and thousands and thousands of compact discs in every room of this building. But the one that caught my eye was simply titled 1949. That's a good one. Now, Scott, can you guess what happened in 1949? Um, 
let's see, New Year's Day happened on January 1st. Um, no. Valentine's Day, <laughs> February 14th. No, I can't. Well, I thought you'd be able to. <laughs> okay, it was my birth year. Oh. Okay, so I opened this up and meal train. <laughs> what? What was that? Remember Frankie Lane's oh, yeah, meal I've, train? Yes, I've played that on Sentimental Journey a time or two. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've used that CD a time or two on Sentimental Journey. It's got some great tunes on it. Okay, well, just for kicks. Yeah, do a little sample. Let me uh, let me get all my stuff just right here. I all think right. I got it. Okay, so here's that Frankie Lane. We all remember that, right? Yes. Certainly do. And then, uh... That uh, whip. Yeah. Okay, now, um, what? Oh, that was you. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I had stopped the record and I kept hearing the whip flash. <laughs> yeah, that's studio quality right back here. I, I'm, I truly, I was impressed. Oh, thank you. Okay. I've got more. Now, um, <laughs> Mel Torme. I actually had the chance to play a couple of tunes with him on a, an event. I let my heart fall into careless hands. Careless hands that broke my heart in two. You held my dreams like worthless grains of sand. Careless hands. Don't care when dreams slip through. I had forgotten how how mellow a voice he had, you know? Oh, yeah. Very, very distinctive. Yes. Now, um, see, here's a name that's uh, a little more familiar yet, and that's Doris Day. Day, you know, I, I always thought of her being a little bit, um, I don't want to say, not as old as myself, but <laughs> she was. <laughs> and then some, I guess. 
Sammy K, huh? Go you, graduate. So much of Sammy's music was of this nature. I remember going to the Hideye restaurant in Columbus and hearing him play. Yeah. With, he's my, a, with my parents. Yeah, he's an OU alum. Yeah. Now, let's see here. Who do I have also? I got... Uh, there are lots of good ones there. Margaret on Whiting one. and Johnny Mercer. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I really can't but stay. But baby, it's cold. Oh outside. yes. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you so very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. mother will start to Beautiful, what's your And hurry? father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace So roll. really I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't well, maybe just a half a drink What's more? a It's a cute song indeed. And, uh, you know, uh, there's another guy here, Perry Como, right? Some enchanted evening You may see a stranger see a stranger across a crowded room and somehow you know you know even then that somewhere you'll see her again and again here you come on Evelyn Knight and the Stardusters. Yes, you do. I remember them. Certain, um, isn't it interesting how certain eras of music all have some similarities, you know? Oh, yeah. Here's Russ Morgan. 
See, Bing Crosby, uh, he was popular during this period, certainly, and um, let's see which one he's got here. If you ever go across the sea to Ireland, then maybe at the closing of your day, you will sit and watch the moon rise over Clada and watch the barefoot gossoons at their play just to hear again the ripple of the trout stream the women many fine songs he had but uh, Galway Way Bay uh, not so well known as many of the others, of course. But uh, let's see here. Joe Stafford and Gordon McRae. My darling, my darling. 1949 again. My darling, my darling. I've wanted to call you my darling for many my darling my darling i fluttered and fled like a starling my courage just melted away do you recognize most of these oh yes yeah me too um kind of odd uh, let's see another thing is um Oh, what was it? Uh, don't cry, Joe. Let her go. Let her go. Right. Let's see how that one does. Don't cry, Joe. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go. Don't cry, Joe. Let her go. This is uh, Gordon Jenkins in his orchestra. see here we got another one if I if I remember this one yeah Western 
And old cowpoke went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. Bon Monroe. See here, we've got another one here that might be very familiar. Um, if I get everything just right, oops. No, I didn't. Let me see here. Let me just check myself, folks. Yeah, this is right now. Les Brown. see what this next one is we got slipping around it's called and I I honestly don't remember it by the title anyway oh that's why I've never been fond of we always have to slip around to be together slipping around we might be found I know I can't forget you Slip around and live in constant fear. Oh, you're tied up with someone. Yeah, I remember the uh, the tune. It just never was one of my favorites. What else do we have here? Um, what did you start to say there? You've never been fond of like organ instrumentals or something like that. Little thin pieces. Ah, got it. I like. The full ensemble. Yeah, I like that too. Like Les Brown. Okay, this was famous. From uh, South Pacific originally. The motion picture. In Broadway production. Come to 
We used to walk around and uh, muss his hair up. And it, and it really bugged him, right? <laughs> and he'd quickly reach for that uh, black comb in his pocket. Hillside <laughs> and shine in the streams. If you try, you'll find me where the sky meets the sea. Here am I, your special island. Come to me, come to me. You know, we have racks of high, Broadway shows. And Valley high, Valley high. Be nice to bring those out of retirement and feature one each week. This note is going to wrap up our show. We can do some more of this uh, down the road. Next in sound, our ID and CBS News. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We have a developing story from Georgia. Officials southwest of Atlanta say multiple police officers have been injured in a 100-mile-an-hour car chase that ended in a shooting. Carroll County Sheriff Terry Langley. At this time, one suspect is dead, one suspect is in custody, and three officers have been wounded. A 20-year-old black man has died after a traffic stop near Minneapolis. Dante Wright's mother says her son called her as he was being pulled over. He was only 20 years old, and he didn't deserve to be shot and killed like this. Police say they stopped Wright on an outstanding warrant and fired as he tried to drive away. Wright told his mother he was pulled over because his air conditioners, uh, make that he had air fresheners hanging on his rearview mirror. That's illegal in Minnesota. Brooklyn Center is just 10 miles from where George Floyd was killed. Michigan continues to lead the country in new COVID infections. Brown University's Dr. Ashish Jha. People in Michigan need to try to stay home as much as possible for the next few weeks. And from a policy point of view, we absolutely should be surging both testing and vaccinations to Michigan. A promising new COVID drug.